The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In business today, success isn't just about the sale. It's about authentic communication that serves your audience in a meaningful way. This is the Soul Shill Hour with Francis Leary. In our program, we'll explore how to stay true to your core values, tell your story, engage your audience, and drive business growth. Now, here is your host, Francis Leary. Hello there, friends. You are listening to The Social Hour. I'm your host, Frances Leary, and I am so glad that you are with us here today. You can reach me at radio at francisleary.com. And please make sure to connect with me online. Just look for Francis Leary, all one word, and you will find me. So today in our show, we are going to be talking about discovering your soul. I know that sounds just so ominous, doesn't it? But we're actually really looking at uh, defining your business passion and your purpose. And I am so excited to have our guest with us today. Lisa Airy um, is just an expert on so many things, and she has been called the CEO Whisperer. Uh, you can find Lisa by looking for her company, Vista Caballo, um, online on Facebook and Twitter, and just by going to vistacaballo.com. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you for being on the show with us today. Thank you, Francis. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I am so glad to have you here. I was lucky enough to meet Lisa um, because Vista Caballo is a B Corp, a certified B Corporation, and so is my company, Wired Flare. And I was lucky enough to meet Lisa at a B Corp Leadership Development Conference last April. And Lisa told her story at that conference, and I was really just blown away because her commitment to helping others really discover their passion and their purpose and bringing it into their business um, is is so fantastic and really powerful. Um, so instead of me trying to tell you Lisa's story, I'm, I'm really going to let Lisa tell that herself um, in this first part of the show. So Lisa, you started your career off like in a completely different place than at Vista Caballo. So can you begin just by telling us a little bit about your journey and uh, where you started and what were those um, early years like in your career? (laughs) Sure, Frances, I'd be happy to. I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face. Um, As I take myself back, I think, you know, I started in a place probably not unfamiliar to most people, which was get a job. (laughs) (laughs) So I graduated from college, and and that was, you know, pretty much the calling, was was get a job. And so my way of uh, trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life was to try many different things and sort of... Uh, rule those out, which was not a strategy that made my my parents, especially my father, very comfortable. Um, <laughs> and so he uh, very graciously um, set up an interview for me uh, with someone that he knew who was in the advertising agency, and I I couldn't have been more appalled at the you know the thought of going into the advertising industry at the time. 
But I was actually quite fortunate where I was accepted in the position and I, I did not get a job. What I received and said was I received a career. And it was a wonderful, rich, enthralling daily adventure. I, I had no idea from one minute to the next what, what would meet me. And I absolutely thrived in that. Um, it was extremely creative. I was very young and the, and I would say very well supported in my abilities to, um, be creative. I won some very significant awards, uh, up front, which was very fun. And I became recognized. And so that, that became my career and I just, did more of it, and I received job offers from some incredible other agencies at the time, and and I continued to win awards, and and, uh, one of the campaigns that I worked on was recognized, uh, has been recognized as one of the uh, best campaigns of the 21st century. It was the Motel 6 campaign with Tom Baudet, and that was Mm. my first, one of my first campaigns, and that was all very exciting and very thrilling. And uh, from there, you know, as I, as I ascended the quote-unquote corporate ladder, I got to a point, I thought relatively quickly, where I recognized that I didn't want to keep climbing this ladder. It seemed to not be going into a place that I had any interest in. Um, of course, there was more acclaim, there were bigger titles, there was a bigger salary, uh, usually some sort of bigger office. <laughs> And I, I just couldn't believe that this was really it for me. And mm-hmm. so at a pretty young age, I was starting to feel very unfulfilled. And I was very fortunate um, to uh, be, be sort of called to the carpet by a CFO in the agency on a, on a campaign that I was working on. And he asked me to take a look at the structure of it with him, which I did. And in doing so, I discovered a very unique way um, that didn't seem to be part of our industry at that time that we could approach that aspect of the business. And where I tried to uh, bring it into the agency, it seemed that the timing wasn't right. Things were not lining up the way that um, was conducive to really letting this thing take off. So I decided to go off and start it on my own, <laughs> very, very brazenly. And uh, didn't have any MBA, didn't have any business experience, just had a great idea and um, a lot of passion for this idea and bringing it to life. So off I went, and um, that carried me through the next 17 years. It was quite the ride. And somewhere in that 17 years, I started getting that, that sense again, that sense of this isn't right, this isn't what I'm really supposed to be doing, which I didn't really understand because um, all, all, the, all the explicit uh, signals uh, were showing up. I, I had the life of Riley. I could do what I wanted. I worked very hard, but I could call my own shots. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't understand what was wrong with me. That's really how it felt, that there must be something wrong with me, that I couldn't just sit back and enjoy this. 
but it really felt like an itch that I couldn't scratch. Something was just off. And I managed to sort of dissuade myself from thinking any of those thoughts on a, on a deeper level because I didn't really know what to do about it. So I just worked harder and I made more money and um, traveled more and shopped more and <laughs> tried to fill myself more with stuff. And it just seemed that that stuff was not going to fill me. Mm-hmm. And then I got a very wonderful wake-up call uh, to validate that understanding. And I was told that I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And that was my pivot point where I really began to understand what I had been doing, which was not living. Mm-hmm. I had been surviving on a very high level. I'd been on a trajectory. I'd been on a career path. I was rewarded for it. You know, all, all the boxes were checked. But it wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And so life called me out on that. It really called me out on that, and it called me to the carpet. And it said, we really want you to take a good, hard look at what you're doing and seeing if this really is what's fulfilling you. And if it's not, we're going to give you a small chance (laughs) to experience that, experience what it feels like to be fulfilled. Mm. So I took that chance. Here I am almost at least that many years later, and I didn't die, and I feel extremely fulfilled. And this is in part, as you so graciously noted, the joy of what I share with those who would like to have that experience. So tell us more a little bit about now that you have, um, you really are living into your life so fully and enjoying your living into your passion. So how do you bring that to life at Vista Caballo? It's not really a question of bringing it to life. You don't have to bring it to life. Mm. Um, it just is life. So what it looks like, what it looks, it looks so very different than what I did before. And again, there was a time that it really, that other life did fill me. It really did. Um, you know, I mean, making, you know, your own money and saving your own money and building a life and, and getting things, that's, that's an experience. I think that's an important part of our experience as far as living. This part of living is different. This part of living is really trusting life and mm-hmm. really opening your heart to, to living fully, whatever that means for you. It's about connecting on, on a level that needs no explanation. You just feel it. You don't have to convince yourself of, it, of anything. You don't have to wake yourself up in the morning and tell yourself what you're doing is good. You'll mm-hmm. just, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's the biggest difference. And then as I go through my day, for example, whatever shows up is good. It may not be what I have planned, But I know that that's part of the experience that I'm supposed to be going through at that very moment. 
so on one hand, it was kind of terrifying when I was first learning this and learning how to let go. Um, and now it just, it's easy. I'd say that's another difference. It just feels easy. There's nothing forced. That's awesome. So you went through this journey and now you are able to bring this experience to the work that you do with others to help them discover their own passions, their own purpose, and bring that into their business lives in a different way. So we are coming up to a little break shortly here. But when we get back, Lisa, you're still going to be here with us. I'm so excited about that. And um, and I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more about what you do now with the people that you work with at Vista Caballo. And then I want us to look a little bit at how... How can those of us who are maybe going through our businesses and and our lives kind of struggling and maybe we don't feel that fire anymore, what are those kind of signs that we can can see? So we are going to talk about that when we get back. So all of you guys that are listening, please stay with us and we will see you on the other side of two minutes. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Soul Shall Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to The Social Hour. It's great to have you here with me and with our guest, Lisa Eri. So we are going to continue where we left off. And Lisa has shared with us this incredible story of her experiences that led her to found with her husband, uh, Vista Caballo. And so now, Lisa, will you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do and how you help others discover their passions and their purposes at Vista Caballo? Sure, Francis. I'd be happy to. It's actually really quite simple. Um, we help people trust themselves. We have several different intelligence systems in our 
human system. And most of us are unaware of that. Most of us think that there's only one intelligent system, the cognitive system. Um, But there are several more systems. And we focus a lot on the instinctual intelligence system. We are wired with this system to help us navigate those exact moments that you're talking about. When you're ready to really connect with life in a different way, when you're really ready to open your heart and your soul to your passion and your purpose, you have to trust your instincts. The information usually is not in your head. (laughs) And so when you become aware that you've actually got an intelligence system that was wired into us to navigate the moments that we actually don't have cognitive information for, it becomes very simple. What Vista Caballo is, is Vista Caballo, you can think of it like a living simulator. So we've created an environment here where you can actually experience yourself trusting your instincts. And once you do that, that information goes into your brain. It goes into your cognitive system. So then you get that information fed back to you when you're ready to actually step off for real. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm actually taking notes, so <laughs> I'm sure I'll li- I'll listen back to this later. Um, I I love this um, all of this process that you're that you're talking about. I know with my organization, I mean, we went through. I went through this myself, um, I think in a number of different ways personally, and I talked a little bit about that on um, my last show. And as when it when I really discovered in my business that I just wasn't showing up anymore the way I needed to, I wasn't connected. It's yeah. like my my soul, I wasn't in there anymore. My life like wasn't in it anymore. And um, you know, it, it could have just died. Or I could have just let it let it go on, and I chose to really reconnect and and get back in touch with my soul and trust my own, you know, what I was hearing inside myself, and then start growing the business that way. And I think that there must be a lot of business owners and business people out there who experience that. You know, maybe they're going through their everyday and there's just something that is missing, like you shared in your experiences as well. So do you have some tips or strategies for how people can begin to recognize that they've come to a point where they're no longer passionate about what they're doing. They're not connected. How, how can people really sort of recognize the, aha, that's what it is? Do you have any strategies for that? Well, I'd say the, the easiest form of recognition that you have become disconnected is your level of fear. Mm. Right? So if you notice yourself feeling more anxious more irritable, um, more fearful. And if you, if you notice yourself trying to make excuses for that instead of just feeling it, chances are that you're at that point. Now, it's actually, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's a point of growth. We mm-hmm. just don't know how to interpret that. We don't know how to interpret those feelings when we start to feel more anxious or we start to feel more fearful. We want to go ahead and, and 
put a story on that to soothe that anxiety. And instead, if you could take that moment and instead of dismissing it, put yourself in a space where you can really connect to that, connect Mm -hmm. to that feeling, connect to where that's coming from. What is the story that is attached to that? And follow that thread. You will usually find your truth. Now, you have to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, it was, um, you know, the, it was the truth of that I was done. I was done. I was done with, you know, that, that incredible, beautiful business that we had all poured our hearts and souls into. I was done. It wasn't Mm -hmm. logical. It didn't, it didn't make any sense. But it's mm-hmm. how I felt. My heart was calling me in a different direction. And most of us don't want to sit and reflect on that because we're not sure what to do with that information. What my suggestion would be to really support yourself, and you can do it by yourself or you can reach out to someone, someone that you really trust to say, I, I really do want to reflect on this. I want to follow this thread and follow it down to the root fear and articulate that fear. Just say it out loud. It doesn't matter what it is. You'll feel so much better if you can just say it out loud. It may be, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Then you can figure out what to do with that information, right? And there's lots of different options at that point, but the most important thing is to get to your truth. Yeah. That's uh, really, um, you know, enlightening and such a powerful transformative process to go through Um, for myself when I felt this um, sort of real disconnect in my own life it was about me yeah getting to the core of who I was knowing my truth so that I could prioritize myself in a different way in my life and then because for me, business is, it's all related. I mean, it, I can't segment my personal life on one side and my business life on the other side. They're completely interwoven. So as I began to um, discover my truth on a deeper level, and then I was able to relate that to my business and understand in a different way what I really wanted for myself and how other people involved in my business were or were not in alignment with that truth in order to carry on with me. Because I think sometimes uh, for businesses, you know, it's one thing for the leader to understand their truth and to really believe it and, and make that part of their business. Then you have this entire team of people that you're working with and all of them are going through their own personal processes as well. And you want to create a team that's in alignment with your vision. So what have been some of, can you just talk about some of your experiences working with leaders or company leaders that are going through this transformative process and then how that impacts how they work with the rest of their team, with their employees or suppliers? Well, I'd say that, you know, from from what I've seen and what I've heard is is once they realize the truth and articulate it and they align with it, everything actually becomes very easy. 
there's not usually a lot of fallout. Mm. But it's how they introduce that part of the conversation. And you have to understand, it's kind of like, you know, imagine if your boss was one way and leaves to go be someplace for a couple of days and comes back completely transformed and says, okay, we're going to do things a whole new way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing that you'd want to do is, is check your own trust level in that. So mm-hmm. every situation is different because it depends on that connection between that leader and that team. If there's already a great level of trust, the transition can be um, fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. If yeah. there's not a great level of trust, it can feel uh, very disjointed. Mm-hmm. So part of what we do when we work with leaders and companies is we look at that level of trust, and then you take it in very, very, very small steps, depending on the level of trust. Can depend on the size of the step and the and the quickness of the step. If there's not a great level of trust, you want to slow it way down. You want to bring everybody into the conversation. You want to make sure that their comfort level is fully supported and that they have the proper context where that they can make their own informed decisions. So right. Yeah, I love that. Uh, trust. So we are coming up on another commercial break here shortly. And when we get back, I want to return to this concept of trust. And hopefully you can give us some strategies for recognizing that and building that within our organization. So everyone who's listening, please stay with us. And we will see you on the other side of just a couple of minutes. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Soul Show Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. 
It's Francis Leary here with The Social Hour, and I have with me guest Lisa Airy, and we are so glad to have you back with us. So we're just going to keep going where we left off. Lisa, you were talking about uh, trust, and when you work with leaders, identifying the levels of trust that exist within their organizations and how you help them sort of peel those layers back in order to really understand how to communicate with their organizations and um, get really in alignment because um, they're all fueled up and they've got this new passion. So can you talk to us a little bit more about um, building this trust? Sure. So the first thing that I think is very important for everybody to understand is everything that we teach here, it always starts with myself, right? Mm. So speaking of trust. Do I trust myself? And most of us will trust ourselves up to a point. Well, as a leader, we don't get that luxury (laughs) if Mm -hmm. we're doing it the right way. As a leader, we are going to reach points that we have never traversed before if we're doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. So we have to have a very unique, in-depth connection and trust of ourselves and with ourselves. So as a leader, I truly believe that you have to be dedicated to continually stretching yourself, to finding your edge, to learning how to step beyond it in a safe way for yourself that you can build up your own trust and confidence in yourself. And how are you doing that? And how are you practicing that so that you can do it in the moment for your company? for your community, for your teams, for your family. And then for each person that you interact with, what kind of environment are you setting up for them? Is it consistent? Is the environment one that trust can grow and build? Because then you can make any change that you want to make. You can go in any direction that you want to go in on a dime. Mm. So what are some of the strategies for the people that you work with? How do you help them uh, how do you help them do that really to start trusting themselves more? The first thing I show them is where they don't trust themselves. Mm. Right? So we're all we're, we all have these biases towards ourselves. We also have these biases against ourselves. And sometimes we can be telling ourselves something that's not a truth. Believe it or not, I work with a lot of leaders who are incredibly proficient and incredibly skilled. And inside, there can still be that self-doubt. So the first thing that we do when we work with them is we sort of strip them away from, from all of their tools, right? There's no computers. There's no phones. There's, we put them in an environment where it's just themselves mm-hmm. in the environment, And it's amazing to see how proficient they actually are. For me, it's a way of life now to work with a herd of horses. For most people, it's not. But Mm -hmm. when leaders actually get to sort of test themselves against their own perceived skill set and see how proficient they are in that not knowing, in that area where they perceive that they don't know, And all of a sudden, their instinct kicks in, and they get to see just how much they do know. 
And that's what they get reconnected back to. You know, a lot of these top leaders that come to us, their, their lives are just about putting fires out, left, right, and center, for 8 hours or 10 hours or 12 hours a day. And they've forgotten how proficient they actually are, how creative they actually are. When they reconnect to that, everything starts to make sense. Things start to fire on a different level. And then they get to take that and model that back to their teams. And they do it in any number of ways. But that's the principle, is putting yourself in an environment that is different. The brain loves familiar. And then we Mm -hmm. convince ourselves that everything is okay until everything is not okay. The world is changing, and we're going through, I think, some of the most unprecedented times to date. It's changing around us faster than we know, and there is more lack of information than there ever has been in spite of all our technology tools. So when we get to connect ourselves and stay present and trust ourselves in our own instinct, in our own feeling, and trust that unequivocally, things start to get very, very clear. So for those of us who do not have the opportunity to come and work with you and work with the horses, what are some of the, although I would encourage everyone who's listening to do so and go to vistacaballo.com and find out more about this. um, What are some of the ways that we can, we can put ourselves in different environments? What are some of the ways that you, you know, you recommend Again, what we like to do at Vista Caballo is keep things very simple. So one of the things that we actually did, Francis, is we took the experience with the horses and we diagnosed it, what happens in that moment where someone lights up, where someone actually understands that the earth is not flat but round. You know, Mm -hmm. what happens in those moments? And we articulated that in a technology experience so we could make it available to everybody across the world. So if you go onto our website, you'll see that there. It's under metacognition. And that's one of the things that you can do is start to become very aware of the different aspects of yourself. What I suggest is do something different. Do Mm -hmm. something to challenge yourself. And it doesn't have to be skydiving. You don't Mm -hmm. have to make it extreme. You can go left instead of right on the way to work, and that mm-hmm. is different. You can... The, the easiest thing that I would say for everybody to do is to become aware of where you are, to become present. I love mm-hmm. meditation. I'm not suggesting that you have to you know, sit on a meditation cushion. You can become aware of the present just by becoming aware of your thoughts, of your thinking. Are you in the present or are you in the past or are you in the future? Most Mm -hmm. of us are going to be in the past or the future. If you can bring yourself to present, you will see where you trust yourself and where you need to reconnect. Yeah, absolutely. When I, um, I started sort of my, I don't know, journey to really becoming more in touch with myself. Um, my guest on last week's show was Amy McNaughton, and I had, I've worked with her for some time, and she is a, a mindset mentor. Mm-hmm. And she 
challenged me. Well, she didn't challenge me. She just said, you got to do this. What she said was, Francis, you need to take 15 minutes for yourself every day. And I was like, no, I can't do that. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm too busy. I have all of this and this and this and this and this to do. And so she said, well, you have to. (laughs) So, um, you know, after telling her no, um, because, you know, I was running my own company and I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I'm doing all of these other things. And um, 15 minutes was a transformative change in my life. It was that one element of different and allowed me to start prioritizing myself, start spending time with myself and trusting myself in a completely different way. And then 15 minutes became 30 minutes, became an hour, you know, and I learned that by focusing on myself, trusting myself, prioritizing myself, I don't actually lose time doing other things. It actually makes me more able to show up as who I am and trust myself in all of my aspects of life, including my business, because um, because I initially allowed myself those 15 minutes to just be with me. And I mean, for me, that was just that little bit of different that, that I needed to really make a shift in my life. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. I would agree with that. Absolutely. And again, I think it's, you know, if 15 minutes feels daunting, start with one. Just make it a quality minute. Mm -hmm. And again, just notice where where you are. Are you thinking about a conversation that you had 10 minutes ago? Are you thinking about some meeting that you're going to have three hours from now? Where are you? And Mm -hmm. you will notice that if you are not present, if you are either in the past or the future, your level of anxiety can be a lot higher. By bringing yourself right into the present moment, your anxiety can decrease. Your levels of clarity can increase. All of a sudden, you know exactly what to do when, and you seem to be spending a lot less time on tasks and a lot more time on living. It's like it's like a time expansion. Totally is. <laughs> I don't really understand how it works, but that's exactly how I feel because the more quality time I spend with myself, the more time I seem to have Like for everything. It's really... It really is amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what it is is time is a, is a man-made construct. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when we connect, when we connect to ourselves, when we get into that sense of connection and belonging, we actually can access a different type of our, the different aspect of our neurological system than 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 anxiety. We, mm-hmm. we, we tap into that rejuvenation aspect, the parasympathetic system. And so our minds can relax and we do feel better. There's been um, research done on how beneficial this is to your whole health system. And when you feel better, you're more productive. So Absolutely. Right? So it's actually, it's very simple. It's just we have to, um, we have to rewire ourselves. We've got it a bit backwards. Yeah. 
All right. So we are going to come up to our final break here. So everyone who's listening, while we go on the break, look at your screens there. There are a number of links to the right-hand side. Click on one and just get connected with us in a deeper way. And we will come back and talk about um, rewiring ourselves a little bit more and how we can apply that to propel business growth moving forward. So everyone stay tuned. And Lisa and I will be back in just a couple minutes. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Wired Flare's unique approach to online marketing inspires meaningful conversations that drive business growth. They tell stories that champion ethical business, build community, and generate impact. Wired Flare integrates your core values into your brand messaging. They use content marketing to tell your story and social media to engage your audience. They use inbound marketing to attract more visitors, generate more leads, and convert more customers. Visit wiredflare.com. Tell your story online. Frances Leary is an award-winning entrepreneur and international storyteller. Her stories champion big ideas and generate big impact. Have Frances speak to and inspire your organization or train and consult with your team. She speaks internationally and aids top-tier professionals in marketing, entrepreneurship, online strategy, technology and education, and authentic communication. Frances Leary inspires and educates audiences with her passionate and purpose-filled keynotes and presentations. Visit FrancisLeary.com. Empower your team today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Soul Show Hour with Francis Leary. Connect with the program today by calling us at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to radio at francisleary.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to The Social Hour. I am here with Lisa Airy, and we have been talking about discovering your passion and your purpose and really getting in tune with yourself and building trust. And now, Lisa, um, thank you so much for being with us, and I'm hoping you can help us sort of bring all of these awesome ideas that we've talked about today together and help some of those listeners out there who are are really processing everything that you've said and, and are maybe working through a process of trusting themselves and prioritizing themselves. How can that um, be applied to business in a really tangible way? Do you have any strategies or can you talk a little bit about that? I can. I think that the first acknowledgement that will be of great benefit is to acknowledge to yourself, are you surviving? Right? Are you just, are you in survival mode? Are you growing? Mm-hmm. Some people like to say, are you thriving? Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't even know what thriving is anymore. But to ask yourself that very honest question, where are you in that? And then to look at your companies, look at your communities and ask the same question. Are we in survival mode? Are we growing? Do we know how to grow? And from there, you can ask, and then how do we thrive? And how do we sustain that thriving? Do we know what that means? 
I've worked with companies that have been in survival mode so long, even though they're, they're, they've been in business for a long time, but it's been in business at that rate, at that rate of survival, mm-hmm. not true growth and definitely not thriving. And what you have to understand is, you know, to your point, Francis, about, you know, the, your guests that you had on talking about the mindset shift. You have mm-hmm. to make a decision. Make a decision. First articulate what mode am I in and don't be afraid. There's nothing, there's nothing to be afraid of. Articulate yeah. where you are. Are you in survival mode? Are you in growth mode? Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're in survival mode. And you just don't know how to get out of it. If you can recognize that that can become a habit, you just have to break that habit. You have to shift gears. You Mm -hmm. have to know how to support yourself. And it starts with those very honest questions. Then you have to look at your team and ask, are they ready to get out of survival mode? Are Mm -hmm. they ready to flourish? And you hang every decision you make on that information. Sometimes, just like a plant, you have to prune. Mm-hmm. What I've found by doing this type of work and answering those type of questions is companies get healthier. They get stronger. Mm-hmm. They start to become activated in ways that they haven't become before. They're not afraid anymore. Their resources are better spent, time and energy and money. But it starts with that very courageous question, are we in survival mode? And not a lot of people like to admit that. But if you can admit the truth, you can be free of that. Yes, that's uh, that's really powerful. And I think for us, I mean, at Wired Flare, we went through a... A transformational growth period like this. And I think that um, we had gotten into this survival mode for a little while. And I didn't recognize it right away. And uh, once I did, it, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a hard pill to swallow at first. Yeah. <laughs> that, whoa, I allowed this to happen to my organization or to myself um, that I had become, you know, okay with this status quo. And then realizing for myself that that's not what I want. That's not okay with me. I want more. I want to thrive in my own life. And I want to have a thriving organization in which my employees can thrive. And we can all be uh, living into our passions together. And there was some pruning involved because uh, not, you know, not everyone really was in alignment with that journey. And, and that's okay, too. I think as leaders, we have to recognize that, yeah, <laughs> it's okay to um, to prune when you need to and to feel good that you're moving on in a way that is true to you and that will help you thrive as an individual and to build a thriving organization. So, I agree, Francis, and I think you said something that's actually very important. It's about talking to your teams. It really is about bringing them into the conversation. And if the fear is, you know, well, I don't want to admit this out loud, that's going to be your greatest downfall, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually the inclusion of everybody in that conversation because chances are if you're feeling it, they're feeling it too. And rather put the truth on the table and say, how can we get out of this mode? 
how do we shift gears? And again, my suggestion is just admit what the fear is. If we make this change, then maybe this can happen. But if everybody's in the conversation and there's usually a lot of intelligence and usually a lot of love at the table, then people can bring that and say, well, what if we could do this? And you do it together. You figure it out together. It's no different than the rest of our society. If we can do it together, we can help each other figure it out, and then everybody gets stronger by it. Absolutely. Lisa, thank you so much for being on our show today. This has really been, um, for me, a very inspiring conversation. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, Francis. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I hope that everyone listening will start to, you know, ask yourselves the questions that Lisa has suggested. Ask yourself if you're surviving, if you're growing, if you're thriving. Um, spend the time with yourself that you need to. Make one thing different. Uh, change one thing that'll make things different for you so that you can really start to listen to the instincts that you have for yourself. So we are now at the end of another episode of The Social Hour. It has been fantastic spending time with all of you listeners today and such a privilege to have Lisa Airy as our guest. Please make sure to connect with Lisa online. Just go to vistacaballo.com and you can also search for Vista Caballo on Facebook and Twitter as well. And of course, make sure to connect with me. You can always just visit francisleary.com or you can click on one of the links to the right of your screen. So you have been listening to The Social Hour and next week we are going to be exploring storytelling with guest Tim Magwood. So I hope that everyone will stay tuned and join us again next week. Thank you once again for being with us today, and I'll see you next time on The Social Hour. Thank you for being a part of The Social Hour. Please be sure to join your host, Francis Leary, again next Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, make a social connection with your audience. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.